This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> Semi-finals. Semi-finals. Patisserie week, which is one of my favorite weeks. It's stressful. It's very stressful. This oh. And we did not even have Allison to help. No, we didn't have Allison. She was sick. She wasn't. What did he say? She's not. She's poorly. She's poorly. <laughs> she's poorly. <laughs> they just said a couple things in this episode where I was like, where is our person? Where is she? <laughs> Where's for decoder? Uh, yes, Allison was poorly. So she did not join us this week. Um, Prue had a very bright, like pink and orange kind of vibe going on. I loved her and Noel's outfit together. It was like, oh, oh and Tasha brought these that. amazing pants. Oh, it was like everyone brought the fashion that I love this week. She did do a little bit of voiceover. Like she still did a little bit of the descript- description in the post production, which I enjoyed. Right. Um, all right. So we're in the semifinal, which means there's only one week left, which I cannot believe. It always goes by so fast. To start off, the Signature Bake, they want two batches of 12 financiers. 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 They can be any flavor they like. They need to look worthy of a patisserie window. So basically, this is a little sponge cake that looks like a gold bar, says Prue. They normally have almonds. They, They normally use brown butter. They should be moist yet light, highly decorated. They're looking for perfection, elegance, Beautiful flavors. Perfection. And of course, they must be identical. Identical perfection. We should have like, bing- I think they do have a bingo card for all yeah, the things. Bingo, bake bingo, off. But even just like one of those waste. word bubbles where totally. you count the amount of words that they say and then the middle one pops up that's like the most used word. It would yeah. probably be perfection, identical. Neat as a pin. <laughs> exactly. Neat as a pin. All right. So we're down to only four bakers. This is going to go fast. Dan is making, they're all making two types. So Dan is making pistachio with matcha and pink peppercorn with tonka bean. Tonka? (laughs) I missed that part. I don't know. And they're like, matcha, huh? Matcha, huh? Yeah, it's only one tablespoon. And they're like, well, then why are you even using it? He's like, no, no, no. It brings out the flavor with the pistachio. And Paul immediately is like the stink eye. And Mm -hmm. Noel's like, Paul loves pistachio. And Dan's like, oh, really? It's like, no, or not pistachio. Matcha. Matcha. And he's like, no, I don't. I hate it. It's like, yeah, Dan, everyone knows that Paul hates matcha. Yeah. Except yeah. for Dan. But, you know, Dan cannot be dissuaded from a place theme. And this was a Japanese <laughs> this, influence. This is where, again, bakers, new bakers that are coming in, they don't care about the dislikes. I mean, they know Prue loves the booze. They kind of know what they like or don't like. But they will still take a risk with the rose water. They will still add in chai. They will still add in matcha. They will still add in the things nothing. that, yeah, where Prue's like, I'm not a fan. But they're like, but we're going to make you love it. I'm going to be the person that cracks that code. Right. Leah in the chat says, except for that one time they made the matcha crepe cake in the technical. Everyone was surprised by that because it was like, wait a minute. I thought you guys all hated matcha. So his first one has matcha in it. And they're like, eh, we'll see about that. His second one is orange and vanilla topped with peach. They look beautiful. They're very neat. The first one, with the matcha one, Paul actually loves it. He says it's the perfect amount of pistachio. Or not, why do I keep saying pistachio? The perfect amount of matcha. <laughs> because you're trying to get matcha out of your brain because yeah. you don't like it. <laughs> pistachio is more fun to say. For the peach and orange one, he actually gets a handshake. Paul calls it a celebration of citrus. <laughs> and Prue says it's a triumph. 
which is amazing. So even though they introduced his bake first, they judged it last. So like the the handshake was kind of like what wrapped up the challenge. I but feel like I also you know, hear just because yeah. we're it's the British Bake Off. I like literally hear horns in my brain whenever she says triumph. <laughs> <laughs> We should see if they can edit that in. Please and thank you for next year. But they need it. They need those sound effects. So Dan crushes it. And actually, at the end of this challenge, they say that Dan has been looking forward to Patisserie Week. They're like, we all knew Dan. this was going to be Dan's week. He's been looking forward to it. I'm like, really? Okay, sure. Dan doesn't super strike me as a patisserie guy, but now he does. Josh is making a Bakewell tart-inspired one with ground almonds and almond extract, and then also a chocolate hazelnut and orange one. He's only had one star baker, and Prue is like, how many star bakers have you had? And obviously, she's just trying to kind of prompt him for the for the tape. But he like looks offended that she doesn't know how many star makers he's had. He's like, I've only had one. She's like, okay, well, this is your week this to catch up. This is your week Everyone to catch up. Everyone else has had two. No pressure. No pressure. They look good. They're a little tall. His Bakewell one has too much almond, but a good texture. The chocolate one is delicious and they really love the flavor, but it's slightly dry. So he does pretty good. Maddie is doing one with coffee with chocolate ganache center topped with vanilla cream. And then another one that will be coconut mango and lime with white chocolate coconut ganache, which sounds delicious. I would like to eat the second one. That sounds amazing. I would amazing. eat the first one too, honestly. Well, he always nails his flavors. So all of this, I'm just like, it's going to be great. The flavors are going to be great. Not worried about him. I Yeah, and they think his flavors sound great. They look good. They're uniform. The flavors are strong, which they like. The coffee one is overbaked. The mango one is also dry. And what they end up saying is that it's actually not that they're necessarily overbaked. It's that they're too thick. And so there's too much cake. And that's what's making them seem dry. But they love the flavors. And so he, he just used, and they even said this like when they were going around talking about the different processes that people were using, that his mold was like a little bit deeper. So he just had, his were just, too much mm-hmm. in there. So, mm-hmm. oh well. Oh well. Tasha, I feel like going into this week, everyone has such high expectations for her, and I am worried that she's going to fall flat. Like, yeah. It feels like she has kind of lost her edge the last couple of weeks, and I'm very worried about Tasha because I really want her to be in yeah. the final. Yeah. It's a very, as we've said before, as the weeks go on, people start to pull away from the pack. And if you're kind of like hanging with the pack, maybe there's a front runner, maybe there's someone kind of lagging behind that can't catch up to the group. And now is the time where she's starting to, the pacers are really going ahead and she's starting to fall behind. And this is where I think last week that really was yeah, Tasha. She, it feels like she never really came back from the time she had to leave halfway through. Yeah. Because of her migraine. It feels yeah. like she like had a hard time getting the momentum back after that. So yeah. anyway, she is making a pistachio sponge with raspberry buttercream and a hazelnut and coffee sponge topped with coffee, chocolate ganache, and caramelized hazelnuts her buttercream curdles it's not smooth but they say they look lovely although a few of the raspberry ones are a little rough the hazelnut one is amazing it melts in the mouth prue says the ganache is luxurious paul says the flavor is spot on and the bake is perfect so she nails it with that one but for the pistachio one even though the flavor is delicious the sponge is slightly overbaked and it could have been neater mm-hmm. i was surprised they didn't say anything about the curdling of the whatchamacallit of the buttercream. Of I know. the buttercream. They, they just yeah. kind of said like, oh, it doesn't look very good. Yeah. Because she yeah, was like really... freaking out about that. And she's like, I don't have time to redo it. And here we go. But they didn't say anything about that. So I was happy for yeah. her. I mean, it, it didn't look great, but. Curdle is like, a weird. Cur- Catherine says curdle. It's like moist. It's a weird word. I it's agree. such a weird. I don't like curdle. <laughs> 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 yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so going into the technical, it feels like Dan is ahead, but everyone else is kind of neck and neck. 
Well, I'm kind of thinking Josh this whole time. I mean, I really am feeling Josh. I've been feeling Josh for the past couple of weeks. Like he is just him and his He's nana. And Maddie. Maddie's in Maddie, the yeah. Too, yeah. But Josh and his nana, like I know. They're just taking it. To, yes. <laughs> they are just hand in hand right now. And it's so cute. He is just so awkward and I love it. Like he's just such like a little a little nerd. Yeah, I just want to give him a hug. I wonder what other hobbies he does. I need to go back to the first one and see like what he's into because you know they do he's the little like a bios. Engineer who is plays he? Rugby. Oh, Remember? that's right. He like has his little here. He's like a microbiologist or something. Of something course, and he probably like <laughs> plays the flute on the weekends or something. Remember that one who played like the Celtic flute? I can't yes. Yeah. And then there was <laughs> a like gal who loved like me- Vikings. Viking metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The Josh. tin whistle. Thank you, Leah. That's what I Thank was. you. The t- <laughs> Leah is our historian. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> the tin whistle. <laughs> Such a random thing to play. How could we forget? So for this, the technical. It is set by Prue, and she says, it's so delicious, you can hardly go wrong with the flavor, so they will be looking for exquisite presentation. It is a tart au pomme, which is French for apple tart, and they are looking for a short, buttery pastry case filled with smooth almond frangipan and apple puree topped with glazed apple slices, arranged in a way that is pleasing to the eye. They have two and a half hours. This is gorgeous. This is absolutely, when they showed the tart when they were at the table, kind of talking about the challenge, this is so beautiful to look at. I would love to try one of these. It's gorgeous. And it, so we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving, and it feels like something that a very fancy person would make for Thanksgiving. Like for maybe sure. Stewart. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she had this at her table. Totally. So we find out this is Prue's favorite dessert, she says. It has to go in the oven three times. First, you have to blind bake the crust. Then you have to set the frangipan. And then you have to put it in one last time with the apples to bake the apples. They have to be, the apples have to be super duper thin. Otherwise, they won't look good and they won't be fully baked. We come to find that the pastry case needs to go in for 25 minutes. Everyone's starting with like 10 to 15. So already like things are, you know, the, the stakes are high. But one thing that was my, maybe my favorite part about the technical was that we got like an eagle in the B-roll or like some sort of bird of prey. That was the first. It was totally an eagle. I saw that too. And I was like, ooh, is this a foreshadowing of sorts? This is a new day. I don't know. Nothing really exquisite happened, but I just saw it. <laughs> it was like that. I'm sure the B-roll guy was really excited about that find. You don't see eagles oh, every yeah. day. You know that he ran outside with his camera and was like, like this is a new animal. I'm so sick of these bunnies eagles. and goats and cows. And ducks and bumblebees. Yeah. Frogs. We got a bird of prey. Yeah. Who's come to eat the rabbits. And the <laughs> little babies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Okay. okay. Sorry. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. Back that up. Back that up. <laughs> I also was wondering, like, what it would be like with Noel just wandering around in the tent by himself without Allison to sort of, like, play off. yeah. He, I, I loved him kind of, like, playing games with himself, too. Like, he was acting really funny with his, like, little bread god face thing that he did. Yes. He was doing the best of what he He had. really was. And I just really appreciate him. And I'm there as they're going around. I'm kind of thinking like I feel like you can't lose it with a technical. You can lose it with the technical, but you can't win it. Like even if you win the technical, if you don't do well in the signature and the showstopper, you could still go home. But if you are not doing well in the signature and so showstopper, no amount of success in the technical can save you. So speaking of which. Tasha's apples are way too thick. Right off the bat, you can just tell it's not going to look the way it's supposed to. Dan's also, he's not understanding the brief. His pastry doesn't look great. Uh, They go for the judging. Dan's, they say, is a little clumsy. The pastry is cracked, but it's well-baked. The frangipan flavor isn't strong enough. Maddie's is very neat, beautifully arranged. The pastry is a tiny bit underbaked, but it's crisped. Crisp? 
Josh melts in the mouth. Apples are well sliced. It's lovely. It looks beautiful. And Tasha's Paul calls it a disaster. Oh, no. It fell apart coming out of the tin. It's very messy. There's no color on it. It's underbaked. The flavor is okay. Poor Tasha. So Tasha comes in last. Mm-hmm. When they're doing the interview afterwards, Prue literally says, I didn't think Tasha could ever mess up an apple tart that badly. Dan comes in third. Maddie is in second. And first place is Josh. Yay, Josh. Yay, Yay Josh. Josh. But they say everyone is, it's neck and neck. It's going to come down to the showstopper. They're still saying like, it could be anybody's game. Anyone could go home. So the showstopper is a millifolier. Millifolier. I wish you guys could see like the phonetic way I write these things out. So that I don't mess them up. Millifolier, which is a French, or which is the Italian version of the French. Of the French. Millifolier, Yeah. It's a highly decorated pastry with buttery, flaky layers. They have four hours. This is an Italian celebration cake, highly decorated, four layers of puff pastry. They want real puff pastry, not rough puff. It's all about timing, producing that lamination, and the trick is to keep chilling the pastry. Remind me what pastry versus rough Yeah, so with rough puff, what you're doing is you're kind of grating the butter in, and then you're doing the folds but it's not slabs of butter. In real puff pastry, you start with a slab of butter and put it in there. My favorite. And then, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, but it is very tricky because you have to seal it in. Otherwise, sure. the butter just leaks out everywhere. I still don't know if I totally understand the difference, but I don't care. It's fine. I just like butter in pastry. <laughs> it's just harder because you have like one solid piece of butter instead of little sprinkles of butter. Yeah. It's harder to work with because you risk like messing up the butter layers more okay rough puff is it can look a little bit more rough like you're with rough puff you're not looking for those crisp layers does that make a little more sense you're still looking sure. for flakiness but you're probably not going to be able to look at the layers like i see tree. i get it okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dan is is making his shaped like an electric guitar why not because he missed a show yeah he wanted to go to the concert he missed <laughs> he's the like concert because of the bake-off he's, he's like, like i never thought i'd make this far and he's making oh Bless his heart. So it's going to be a tiramisu-inspired flavors with coffee, chocolate creme diplomat, and amaretto mousse with a bright blue mirror glaze on the top to make it look like an electric guitar. Dan says he thinks it's the best one he's done so far because they're like, do you think this is going to be enough to get you into the final? He's like, yeah, I think this is my best idea ever. When he goes for the judging... It looks, it actually ends up looking pretty good. The shape comes out. He's the only one who like really cuts it out into a shape. Right. The chocolate, they say it's, the chocolate is heavier than the cream. And so the way he's on the layers, they don't like come out even, but it's okay. Yeah. If he would have just swapped them, it would have been better. Right. But he the gone chocolate cream is. And then chocolate. Yeah. It would have been, cream, been a little more sturdy. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. The judges say they like how it looks. It's original. You can see the lamination. The cream is delicious. The flavors are great. Prue doesn't like the mirror glaze. She says it looks good, but the mirror glaze itself is just rubbery. Like you wouldn't eat it. And he's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Well, like when they took it off too, when they kind of pulled it off with a fork, it did look a little rubbery where I was like, ew, I don't know if I'd want that. But right when now. they were talking in the aftermath, when they were like, deliberating with all the judges and and noel she passed it off like it's not that big of a deal but they did have to right. be a little they had to be judgy they're you judges have to be so nitpicky it's the semifinal tasha did an inverse puff pastry where the butter goes on the outside i cannot even imagine what that would be and immediately i'm like tasha no 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 even prue is like why are you doing that isn't that supposed to be so much more difficult and tasha says yes i like making my life harder no tasha no. have we learned nothing have you not listened to she, our she show for nothing. the <laughs> She's learned nothing. Okay, I recommend anyone who's going to be going on yeah, the Bake Off, listen to our podcast. Listen to our podcast. 
We are not professionals, but we do know how to work the system. We know the rules. We can tell you what to do and what not to do. So hers is going to be a mango mojito flavor with lime, mint, and mango curd between her puff pastry layers with a white chocolate cup on top of the mango rose. It does sound delicious. Sounds delicious. But it does not look great. It's not symmetrical or square. She feels like when she puts it in the oven, she's like, there's no layers in my pastry. I'm screwed. There turns out to be some layers, but it takes her so long that she can't like cut it into the right shape. Doesn't she have to do it all over again too? Because no, the she first one. she doesn't start over. Oh, mm-hmm. she doesn't. I thought she started over because the first one like wasn't No, she just layering. not going to work. <laughs> the decorations are good. It's flaking beautifully, but the mango curd is grainy. The other two fillings are smooth, but the mango curd is grainy. She's done well with the lamination and flavors, but yeah, she really does not do well in the mango curd. I think that she's lucky to have done as well as she did because like leading up to it, you think like this is it. Patasha is just going to like walk up there with an empty platter. It's not going to be, it's just going to be like mush. It's going to be yeah, terrible. Yeah, I so- was totally envisioning. I love how the camera never showed her final bake because I think everyone just in their mind was like, she's not going to do it. She's going to just present a ball of mush, but it turned out fine. Maddie is doing his all based on different alcohol flavors that are inspired by an Italian dessert that he can't pronounce, which I love about him. He's just a little bit of a meathead. <laughs> so it's I don't know how lemon. to say it, but I'm going like, to yeah, make no. it. This is the I second time. The other one he couldn't pronounce was, um, it's like baklava. It was the Greek one. Come on, somebody help me. Yeah, it was a Greek thing. It wasn't baklava. What was it? Spanakopita. Thank you, <laughs> Petra. Wow. You couldn't pronounce that either. That's right. Okay. Okay. So his flavors are amaretto and lemon, marsala and peach, and limoncello and plum. It will look like a three-tiered wedding cake and be decorated with fruit and flowers. It looks great. Prue says it looks like a celebration, it, a centerpiece. It, lo- it does. It looks really whimsical yeah, and does. beautiful. Yeah. His <laughs> pastry is a little squashed. <laughs> Announcing. His pastry is a little squashed and it's sealed at the edges. And Paul immediately is like, or they're like, did you use a cake tin to cut these out? And they're like, he's like, yeah. And he's, then they say, okay, well, what happened is you sealed the edges by yeah. cutting them out with like a cookie cutter. Yeah. And so you didn't get the bake that you could have gotten. And he's like, right. oh, crap. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> the pastry is still laminated, but you just can't see it from the outside. Right. And it may, it may, means that, like, on the inside, it got a little bit steamed, so it's too rubbery. Mm-hmm. So the flavors are great, but the puff pastry is not great. Josh is doing a lemon creme double mat with blackberry curd and blackberry jam decorated with homegrown berries and piped buttercream pastries inspired, of course, by his grandma. Nana. Prue says it's a thing of beauty. It has great lamination. She is beauty. She is grace. (laughs) I want to put it in my face. Paul likes the flatness. Prue says, I want to clap. It's so perfect. Why didn't she clap? She shouldn't have clapped. Come on, Prue. Let it happen. Just let it flow. I want to clap. You can, (laughs) you know, Prue. You can let it fly. Get crazy. His pastry is amazing, but slightly overbaked by a few minutes. But Prue says she disagrees with Paul. She doesn't think it's overbaked. The filling is perfectly set. He has done great. <laughs> I love when she was like, I rarely disagree with Paul. But with Mr. Hollywood. With Mr. Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, Catherine in the chat says she's too posh to clap, and that's so true. <laughs> Maybe she could like do snaps. I don't know. Yeah. Does she, does she snap? Does she do snaps? No. All right. So I'm so stressed going into the final judging, and I feel like it's going to come down to who they fault more, either Tasha right. for her mango curd or Maddie for his pastry. Like Dan and Josh are, are going through. Right. They are, I'm not worried about them, but Maddie and Tasha, which I'm so stressed because like I love Maddie and Tasha both so much. Based purely on personality, I want Dan to go home. I'm tired of Dan. 
This is just the vibe I want in the final is Tasha, Maddie, and Josh, oh, but I, am, I can tell we're not going to get it. I'm sorry, Dan. You seem like a great guy, but you just, you're not the guy I want in the final. I want I'm the other sick three. of Dan. Poor Dan. <laughs> Poor Dan. I, there's nothing personal. I just. No, I hear you. I know. I'm really, I'm really for that vibe yeah. as well. And I want some female energy in the final, but it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like we're going to get it. So here we go. Star Baker is Josh, which is fantastic. Well earned. Well earned. I will say someone in the chat just said, Leah said, some people make things look easy. Maddie's the opposite. He tries super hard and it shows, which I appreciate about him. That like you can tell he is really, he's focused. He's working hard. Do you see some of the like mean mug faces that he does? Not like mean, but he has RBF. Yeah. The way his face is shaped when he furrows, he gets like a horizontal line across his, his yeah, his bar- brow, his furrow, yeah. and he just looks very intense. He shows it in his yes. fra- face. So he works very hard. And the person going home this week is Tasha. No, I'm so sad. Even though I saw it coming, I still am devastated. I wanted her to win. Leah she said earlier that... Tasha is Jurgen 2.0 because it was just like they were doing so well and then they didn't make the final and you were like, no. <laughs> totally. I really want her energy. Maybe she'll make a comeback next week and just be like, surprise, I'm going to be. Uh, yeah, and Catherine is killing it with the gifts of all the bakers in the chat right yeah, now. Yeah, Catherine is really bringing it. And that's the, the exact same. And she had the cute little buns and she had a cute outfit. She had like a little crop top with like fun flowery pants that I would totally wear. We're really going to miss you, Tasha. I'm bummed that Tasha's going home. I I don't disagree though. I don't think she was robbed. Like I think she has been sliding the last few weeks. I think she definitely deserved to go home, which is sad. Yeah, it was sad. All right, guys. Can you believe it? Next week is the final? No, but here we are. What do you think? I I think Josh is going to take it all. I'm just going to say it right now. I agree. It's just, he has been... He's so rock solid. So rock solid. Mm-hmm. And like the things that they criticize him on are kind of like, all right, what are we going to pick this time? Because we got to criticize something. It's like, ah, oh, it's a little dry. Like he's not really yeah. bombing no. anything. He's not. I think it's going to be Josh. <laughs> Doing it for Nana. Nana. Do it for Nana. Do it for Nana. All right, guys. We'll see you next week for the final. See um, if you can join the chat. Yeah, please. So fun. Let's finish this off. I'm a little loopy today from all the all eating the of the of the great food. But yeah, we're going to finish this off on a bang. Please join us. Until then. On your marks. Get set. Bake. <laughs> I like how Catherine put a little bake, yeah, in, the bake in the chat. Thank you. Really Thank appreciate you that. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we're never going to get it together. <laughs>